sounds like some joker what if i told you that uh all the in the world was really just it turns out when i say that deserve to be loved nobody bats an eye but when i say that the world should be well, then everyone just starts losing their mind. <laughs> well, that's that's too good. That was. That was. pretty spot on. Yeah. I'm gonna use that for the intro. But I'm just gonna bleep out everything that's in reference. <laughs> All I'm saying is that. As an ally with <laughs> now it's just borderline yeah, like yeah. now now it's just Nixon. Uh, uh, Joker can go very close into <laughs> Nixon. We must gotta kill the <laughs> The war on drugs is ongoing. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh, we're doing good? Are we gonna start this? Alright, let's do it. Alright, get ready, phone's on. That was, that was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Got my stopwatch going. Alright. Timer's going. And we are going in five, four, three, two. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King, and with me tonight, of course, is my co-host, Adrian, and of course, we have here with us is our main man, our technical director, Mike Cards. Welcome back, everybody. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty good. We had a nice little small hiatus. So yeah, just a you know, small one. I'll call it a birthday hiatus. It was my birthday yes, it week, was. so. Yeah. 30 yeah. years old. Yeah. Hell yeah. How's it feel? The same. It's, it's always the same. It'll always be the same. I just get... Crankier, yeah, yeah. How does it? So you're saying my that, balls sag more. So you're saying that with every passing birthday, it's just the ever looming thought in the back of your mind that one year older is just one year closer to the grave, and another birthday is just another reminder of that. My balls are already salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been reminded of that for like the last ten years. <laughs> you, do, you put just for men on your balls, yeah. <laughs> Try to make it look like fuzzy black dice. <laughs> a touch of gray. <laughs> Hell yeah. Seriously, man. Getting all the gray hairs all over the place. Yeah. Welcome to the club, my friend. Yeah. Are you guys doing good tonight, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. it's a little hot in here. It's starting to get a little... The heat's coming back. Getting back to oh, our yes, roots. Getting back to the roots of California, man. We had a nice, cold few... Yeah, it was pretty... Yeah, it was, yeah. A few it was like started from like all the way like October or something. It stayed cold consistently until yeah. just last week. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, last yeah. yeah so it was the longest time we actually had consistent like an actual winter for the first time. It was a close to like ninety degrees at height uh, today. Oh yeah. Which oh is yeah. Weird because yesterday was like. Oh wait, wasn't yesterday kind of warm too? Warmish, but not this close. The day it before like it was like it was 70. cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a boy, bipolar weather, man. Yeah. It's all bipolar. It's California. What do you expect? It's not taking its meds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a plenty of people already right now not taking in their meds. And oh. definitely we're going to cover a few of these people because they are crazy and they don't shit. know when to yeah. shut their mouth. 
So moving over into the main film news topics, of course, what we got first is John Luguziyama. Of course, he is bitching yet again. Of course, about Super Mario Bros. Him not being in it or any Hispanics whatsoever or what he likes to say, it's non-inclusive. It's an animation. (laughs) I mean, it's an animation. The thing is, my thing is, yes, it's an animation. Mario's Italian. Luigi's Italian. Why are you complaining that there's no Hispanics? Bowser's a reptile. (laughs) Yoshi's a dragon. You should have hired a reptile, Mike. (laughs) You you should have just hired a Komodo dragon. (laughs) That's all sounds. Perfect, perfect. We're going to do two more takes just like that. Singing the peach song. What do you expect? What do you expect? What do you have to do? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I do agree what Adrian was saying beforehand. Why would you hire someone like Anya Taylor Johnson? Like when the voice is not significant to create yeah. the character, and you're gonna pay a shit ton of money to an A list star, yeah, for a voice that can kind of anyone really do. I, I get that part, yeah. but why does it matter what race? Honestly, I'm not going for the voice actor. I'm, I'm going for the characters. Yeah. There's like there's very specific view examples I can say that I personally would accept because I am fucked up like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just more funny. But I can see why people are getting upset. Like if you're gonna have like a black gangster being voiced by a white guy, I can understand something yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. Yo, homie, like it looks weird yeah. when you have like a <laughs> Yeah. Hey dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's weird for voice acting. But, but like fictional characters like this. However, are they spot on though? Is it racist if they're spot on? <laughs> or is it just they did really good homework? <laughs> like, imagine if you had, like, a black guy voicing a white character that was just like, my credit score is at 840. <laughs> I don't believe in redlining. <laughs> it depends how they do the type of black guy, though. Like, if you have, like, a random white person, like, yo, 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 it's weird. <laughs> yo, it's, it, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you, weird. You can't use words like that. You can't. It's odd. Now... I've heard white people use that twangish black call that, that vocalization. Like, come on, man. Man. Oh, I can, yeah, okay. I, I can kind of accept it. It's weird, but okay. I can kind of accept it. Yeah, okay, I, I would accept it from where they're from exactly. <laughs> it depends. Depends where they're from. Because I got no. I I just need to see one picture of them at a cookout, and I'll accept it. It can't be a guy from Maine. <laughs> it can't. I'm sorry. It can't work. You can I, maybe get away with like New York, L.A., Chicago. Yeah. More like areas that are like have a predominantly at least high number. So you don't want to see you don't want to see like someone come out of North Dakota. I don't want to see someone <laughs> come from Iowa. I don't want to see someone coming out of Florida. God. No, or <laughs> weirdly enough, I can kind of see it from North or South Carolina. <laughs> Yeah. I, I just don't want to. Is it because of the Pornhub reviews we saw that they're the ones who see in black that they they look up black the most? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. But yeah, you you definitely can't do like North South Dakota. You can't do Maine or well, Delaware. I'll say this: Does a voice actor need to match the race of the character? Does that matter, no, or, it, or is it, it just specific no, circumstances? No, for me, it can never, it be absolutely one hundred percent open, no matter what? I think it'd be um, voice acting. Can Colton go on to voice act Shaka Zulu? Look at for me, I don't care. No, no, no. no, no for Damn. me, I don't care. The world, apparently they care so much that it has to be the exact same race. A shout yeah. out to Colton. 
Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Hey, Cole, I mean, look at what happened to you. That man. <laughs> look at what happened to. Don't uh, practice your shaka <laughs> Please don't. don't do. Please don't. I don't please <laughs> don't, don't. For the love of God. <laughs> Please we, don't get canceled. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Bro. Please I love don't, you, man. I love I you, bro. Yeah, but, but please don't. <laughs> <laughs> like you say, I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. What happened with the um, that guy that uh, Apu? Remember they canceled? Yeah. Yeah. They ended up changing it because he was Indian. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They yeah. Got rid of the character. Apu. Yeah. That, so, do you think it's only offensive when it actually hits your race? You have to give me an example of like. The it depends. Race, like I say again, it depends if they're doing the whole stereotypical a mang. You know the fucking the the L A Cholo kind of yeah where they're like hey man I say yeah like hey, that hey, Holmes why you out here man same thing like if they do out the black character with the twang and like it depends like uh now I've been also a Chinese person doing that I mean South Park already kind of <laughs> <does that. laughs> like I said like I want to do the voice so bad but I can't <laughs> I, I want to but I can't so <laughs> you guys find it acceptable. I, or is there limits? Mike, is there limits for you? I think there's limits of like what Adrian was saying. If it's the stereotypical like, hey, welcome to uh, yeah, like just very stereotyped Mexican voice mm-hmm. yeah. versus like one who has the dialect or at least like the vibrato in their voice yeah. to where it's like, okay, obviously this man is either is very Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know, then that. All right. But if you are to the level of just like or like. What's his face? The, what's the Bumblebee man in uh, in The Simpsons? Um, aye, aye, aye. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yes. But yeah, like that. Those work because it's comedy. Yeah, they yeah. work because it's like, I will say this voice acting or playing another race mm-hmm. works perfect when you have comedy like that. Like we talked about before how much I really want Jamie Foxx to release All-Star Weekend because he yeah. has different characters playing different races mm-hmm. so you know he has robert down jr playing a mexican he has you know a white guy playing a like a chinese person like yeah that was the point of that it was comedy and it was supposed to be weird like that then yeah i could i could see that i could see that as a an acceptable yeah but i mean unfortunately like for today's climate it's like everyone complains about something i feel it's like, like oh, yeah. you, can't, you kind of have to bring it back just to bring it back just bring it back. Just do it. Just force it. You just have to force it. And because and I, 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 I say that I, I do agree with that. I worry about overcorrection, that they'll overcorrect it and it just becomes racist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a fine line. You're like there is. when you get pushed back and you get pissed off. So you push extra hard mm-hmm. and you kind of realize you pushed a little too extra hard. Yeah. And now you're kind of racist. Yeah. I think Tropic Thunder should just be like a nice outline. To That's just be the like, outline. That's yeah. like the outline. Watch that and then compare it to your movie and be like, hmm, is mine funny similar to like that? Or is it just complete racist? Yeah, because like I said, if you push too far, you're going to get in trouble. You yeah. definitely, I agree with Adrian, you'll definitely yeah. get in yeah. trouble. We derailed so But back much. to the yeah. original. Mm. Yeah, he just keeps his mouth shut. Man. Oh, yeah, he definitely. Yeah, because doesn't he shut. also refer to like, uh, he says Latinx. Yeah, Latinx. I'm just worried. Yeah, word. Yeah, we we. I don't like that word. I hate that we word. all don't like that word. Absolutely. I don't like that yeah. word. Yeah, and it's only and it's only a thing in the U.S. It's really it. yeah. It's it's really nowhere else. No, it's in Brazil too. Really? Yeah, it, it, I think it originated over there first. Yeah, but and then it came then, over here. Yeah, but then even then, it's it's not, it's not it's not worldwide. It's not a worldwide concept, no. and most people are rejecting that concept too. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like no, I think it's only U.S. and I believe some European countries. Yeah, but even then, it's not the Spanish ones. Yeah, <laughs> not the Spanish, no, no, the Spanish ones. Do not want it. 
So stop forcing it. Yeah. Man, you know who also doesn't want it? Hmm. State of New Mexico because they dropped the charges against Alec Baldwin. Probably because they realized like, hey, maybe we're not going to as tourists as we, as we thought we were going to get. No. I mean, we was, all saw this coming. We yeah. saw it coming. It was not his fault that it happened. Yeah. I, I mean, he's just the actor who got to hold the gun. This yeah. guy's was job was not to inspect the gun, make sure there was the right bullets. Yeah. That was not his job. His job was like, here, it's good. All right. Let me fire it. Yeah. That was his job. The person who handed him the gun. Now, now that is. So prosecutors claim so. <clears throat> Prosecutors filed a formal notice Friday dismissing without prejudice the criminal case against Baldwin, noting new facts were revealed that demanded further investigation and forensic analysis, which cannot be completed before May 3rd. What new? What new information? Exactly. I, I think it's honestly, they probably didn't get anything. They probably had nothing. I don't think they were planning to do it. And they couldn't move forward with it. No, I think they tried and I think they struggled. Saul Goodman just couldn't find it. He just couldn't get it, man. Just couldn't get it. Dude, I mean... <laughs> An amateur, dude, just me watching Law and Order could tell you now that that you can't charge him no, on that. Can't charge him. You can't. They they reached to try and because when was the last time you heard of New Mexico? Do anything? Nothing. Nothing. It's it's there. They're, they're reaching for the stars, trying to get in the limelight. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But all they're doing is just reaching for the lamppost. That's all they're doing. So I can see that. But they did say that it was dropped, but it doesn't mean that he's innocent. Which means it could be picked up at any time. That's yep. double jeopardy, though. Yeah. No, no, no. But the, he wasn't. No, he, he hasn't, hasn't been tried. tried yeah, though. he hasn't been tried. That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so they the dropped charge. it. So okay. But yeah. it doesn't mean that he can't be charged again. But then but, yeah, it's it's more about did he did he do it on purpose? Did he know that he it was a, a weapon that's? I don't think he it's did more it like purpose. is it worth going back? Pretty much. The, no, is no. this case really worth spending like, taxpayers' money? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's not. Well, it's that, but it's as well as proving that he knew. That the weapon was loaded with an actual bullet. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And how are you going to prove that? Well, it's not that. I mean, you can prove gross. They're, they can't prove that. They were trying to prove gross negligence on a yeah. massive level to yeah. lead to a death. He yeah. obviously didn't know, yeah. or else he wouldn't pull the trigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're trying to show, like, all these... Pre- they're not focused... They stopped focusing on the actual gun being shot, and they're focusing on the, all the stuff that led up to that event. Yeah. That's yeah. what they're trying to do. They're focusing yeah. on the domino but, uh, effect. Yeah. Yeah, but even though the domino effect doesn't even land on him at all. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't land on him at all. Yeah. So it landed really, on so many other people before it reached him. It was just a bunch of events, small events that led up to one big mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right yeah. there. And unfortunately, yeah, someone died, but- you really couldn't do much with it yeah. besides for, I mean, you could civil lawsuit, civil lawsuit, the fuck out, sue the hell out of them. Absolutely. Do yeah. what you yeah. can. Yeah, Take pro- as much money as you can. He was a producer. Yeah. You could do that. Because yeah. I think that is actually the next step. No, they already did that. Oh, that, already that, did that. That was the first thing that happened. That okay. passed. That that's, passed. That was cleared. They got over that. Okay. And then out of nowhere, New Mexico decided to start pressing charges. Yeah. After those already settlements yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, New family. Mexico just needed yeah. to stop. The family already dealt with all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Moving over to something completely different, but still like heavy, heavy going on right now over in Florida. Jesus. The Santas versus Disney feud continues, but uh, escalates even further. Man, guy, he does not give up. He does just, not give up at he's all. He's doubling, tripling down. Mm-hmm. So what is DeSantis and the board trying to do now? They're going to try to increase the taxes astronomically. For Disney. Not only that, but they're going to try to drive the property value so low around the theme park. From what they're stating, they want to place 
Well, they're planning on they want to have a new state prison next to the park and they want to start build low income housing just literally right across the street from the whole area. But don't they have to get permission from Disney, though, to do that? No, because it's not on the Disney area. What they're oh, trying to do, right. they're, they what they want to do is build so much low income housing around Disney that it drives the property value down, not realizing you're basically creating a fucking ghetto. Yes. But so not, like we said, it was, he's trying to create a ghetto, but not even that's not how economy works. We can try to do that because remember, we're talking about theme. There's a theme park. Yeah. Yes. What does the what does the theme park do? It dra- jacks up prices everything around there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So not only have to get the approval to build that stuff, but mm-hmm. even if you have to get built, it just all just gonna jack up the price and it becomes, you know, luxury apartments. And if anything, if they end up going through this, all the property value of any homes and businesses around it mm-hmm. are gonna drop astronomically. Yeah. And it's gonna cause all these businesses to shut down because now like, their property so, value has diminished. And it's the same thing. It's like what Disney employs what a fourth, a fifth of the Florida state, the state of yeah. Florida. Yeah. Why are you fucking with your biggest employer? Because I I could see the thought process of like if I do this and the people look at me and be like, why are you doing this? I can say because Disney did that, and then they'll be mad at Disney. Win win. Hell yeah, let's do it. This, no, you dumb fuck. No, that's <laughs> not how it works. It'd be like it's a fucking mouse. I'm mad at you. You're the one who signed off on this. <laughs> like, Oh, no. You're creating a ghetto on purpose. This also is to build a state prison, which you have to get permission to build one altogether from the mm. government across a fucking theme park. <laughs> Why? Never Where take, kids go. Never take Where this man to Vegas. kids go to. Ever. Don't ever take him to Vegas. <laughs> man, because this, this man will never know when to stop. I'm doubling down. Oh, like, by the way, no. I, I learned. I mean, it was on SNL, but it turns out that this guy was married at Disneyland. <sighs> what? He got married over there fucking that, that same damn theme park he's trying to destroy. Really? He I was did married not, there. I did so, not know that. So he's taking it personally. Yes. Either, so, either there's something they did at his wedding or. No, I think it's with them saying or that we don't like the don't say gay bill. Mm-hmm. He took it as my family doesn't support me. He he took this to a personal level. Dude, like I'm saying, there's something. <laughs> he something away. happened to this man. <clears throat> For this to happen. His wedding picture is probably with the mouse. Do you think, honestly, he just kind of got ballsy? I mean, it sounds like what he wants to do is run for president. And why not be known for the guy who took down Disney? Or just be the guy who just tanked his whole state. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. No, he's trying to play off the, I'm the man that took down Disney. I control Disney. Yeah. Not realizing that. You got outsmarted. <laughs> yeah, you got outsmarted. And, and you really think that it's going to stop at Disney? Remember, there's like 10 of theme parks my, in there. My thing yeah. is. He's fighting against Disney monies, yeah. not with his own money, but with the state money. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's just okay with that. No, he's some be- of them are already raising concerns of like, yeah, I've seen like some, there's Republicans who are like, it's he's acting very unconservative because he's attacking a private business. Yes. Not to- and you're diminishing small businesses. That, and he's running off of the idea of, you know, I'm all free for the freedom of speech, you know, but then you're. You're punishing a company who did not interfere with their law. They yeah. just said they don't agree with it. Yeah. yeah. So basically it was, I'm protecting free speech, but not yours. Yeah. Just mine. Yeah. And if he's bitching about what's called Pride Day at Disneyland or at Disney, that thing's been a staple for like the last like, tw- like almost 30 years. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like Disney was like one of the 
first companies all the way back, what, 70s, 80s to jump onto the LGBTQ wagon? Yeah. Like, it's been 40 years already they've been on this bandwagon. Why are you now complaining about it? Like, they, they may be starting to show more LGBTQ representation in media. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But Disney was like one of the first even companies that, to okay, do that. Yeah, that okay, but here, even then the idea, okay, in the theme parks itself and all the rides, mm-hmm. they don't blatantly show a just two dudes just fucking on the on, <laughs> on small world. Oh my God. <laughs> They're not doing any of that. I don't know what he's thinking, but like I said, Elsa was a gay character, but even then it's mentioned. Mm-hmm. Doesn't show, just mentioned. Yeah. And the fact that I have Elsa on, on, I guess, one of the rides is it's too much for him. Something's going on with this like I said, man. Something, that, something happened with this man where either he saw something that made him feel weird, a man touched his hand, uh, <laughs> saw a rollerblader. I don't know. We're gonna, dude actually touched his hand. I ain't gay. Don't say gay. I'll make sure no one says gay now. They 100% <laughs> are the dudes that are like, like if you and your boy... Like, you get a hotel room because you're, like, vacationing or something like that with your friends. Yeah. And there's only one bed. And so you got to share it with your boy. It's like, all right, whatever. But they're, made, they're the ones that's like, we should create, like, a the, pillow the barrier. pillow barrier. <laughs> we'll put, like, the sheets. We'll put all the stuff in between us. You know, just so that way, you know, that happens. I'm like, <laughs> or you can just, like, not fuck me. <laughs> let's try that. Let, let's, let's try that and see how that works. It's worked out pretty well during the duration of our friendship. Like... What makes you think it's going to change now? Like, because we're in Fort Lauderdale? Like, the, what is wrong with you? I always thought that was so weird because I had buddies of mine who completely were like that. Where they were like, yeah, we can't sleep in the bed. Like, they're trying to be too masculine. Mm-hmm. But you're trying so hard that you literally create a barrier between you. <laughs> so are you saying that you're worried that you're trying to fuck each other? That you're trying not to? Yeah, like, dude, are you are you gay? <laughs> dude, I don't know. If what, you are, fine, cool. I mean, just dude, I don't know. They may I don't know what kind of porno they've been watching, but that's <laughs> and it made me think like if you had to put a barrier between me to like, are, are you worried you're gonna try to fuck me? Yeah. Oh, it looks like a, <laughs> whoops! <laughs> oh, it just went in. I don't know what happened. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. I guess we gotta like get married and stuff now. It's like, I mean, we're already here. <laughs> I mean, let's let's just see where it goes. You know what that sounds like? A blog too. Hmm. An episode of Love Is Blind, <laughs> <laughs> which is the next topic we oh, have yes. going on. Of course, the producers of Love Is Blind they are responding back because the contestants are claiming there has been emotional warfare done to them. Dude, not even it's they they say emotional warfare, but there's way more than just that. Yeah, so what's War, going on with that? Warfare would imply like there was an equal amount of side on both. Mm-hmm. But no, this was just torture. Well, I mean, the show Love is Blind came out like during the whole pandemic, so it came really extremely popular because everyone's home. Yeah. Um I'm to be honest with you, I've never actually heard of the show. Um I just re- uh, recently came across an article reading about it, and it's just Horrible how they treat reality shows. Um, I mean, we all heard of the past of like the producers <clears throat> giving alcohol to the contestants. Also, you know, um, yeah, the Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelor all that stuff. Yeah. How they treat them, yeah, yeah. Like they would, um, you know, like the Bachelor, which I think is filmed over like I think six weeks, something like. It's, well, they shoot fast and they shoot yeah. everything consecutively in order. Yeah, 
Yeah, but um, the way they treat the, the contestants, like, you know, they pump alcohol into them to obviously get better reactions for the yeah, show, yeah. Mm-hmm. make it more interesting. <clears throat> and also, and as well, they feed drama into the, you know, to the other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just so they get, you know, people riled up, get good television, and that's it. Mm-hmm. This show does have to take it up to another level, which it could be just this show alone, or it could be multiple others that we don't know about. But psychological warfare in the sense of they were p- pumped full of alcohol. They weren't given any water, no food. Um, one person was so desperate they ended up drinking champagne. That's all they had to drink. Damn. Um, one contestant had, uh, let's see, she had, oh, uh, whenever you enter these shows, they give you a test, a psychological test to make sure you're okay, make sure you know, you're know you're compatible to other people, you're not going to spaz out, you're not going to attack someone. Yeah. Well, she disclosed to them that she had uh, previously suicidal. Then like, oh, no, we're good. You're fine. You should be good. You're like, you're perfect. Yeah. Basically, well, they're like, you're the perfect kind of drama. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're good. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. Something happens. Well, in the middle of the filming, she went up to the producer and says, I don't feel good. Um, I f- I'm afraid I'm going to hurt myself. She's like, I already know what I'm going to go through. I already know these feelings. Um, I don't want to be part of the show anymore. Well, they threatened her with a lawsuit to leave the show. They said she had to pay $50,000 if she walked out of the show. They seem like the type of people that would say, like, even if you try to attempt something and successful, we're going to sue your family for that same amount. Yeah, because you signed a contract. So you're going to be from, mm. you're going to sit there to, to, um, to the entire duration of the show. Um, and the, pretty much they said, well, if you leave, we're, we're going to sue you for everything you're worth. As messed up as that is, I'm sadly enough, I'm not surprised. Now, have they responded back to any of these claims? Ooh. Yeah, they made a. I would say the half-ass, uh, oh, the, generic, blanket, oh. the generic blanket statement. Ooh, ooh, do they in anywhere in there? Do they say we'll be investigating internally, um, or we'll be investigating these allegations, or we take it very seriously? Yeah, they said that we take it very seriously. We'll yeah, say. okay. Because who was it? It was the company, what Kinetic Content or something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they have. Let's see. Uh, uh, yeah, the well-being of our participants. Is Paramount's importance to the kinetic? Yeah, okay. Yes. So that's what they said. Mm. Bullshit. We have rigorous protocols in place to care for each, for each person before, during, and after filming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sure you do. Supposedly, they're supposed to, as well, offer uh, psychological uh, treatment after they're done filming. A lot of times, they've been people saying they've been just sack, they've been dropped like a sack of potatoes. Makes sense. So in other words, they just give them like a discount code for like an online app therapist? Yeah, pretty much. Probably. But problem is that here's a coupon to a therapist. (laughs) That's basically what it is. Here's a coupon. The the major issue behind this is a lot of people are under NDAs, so Mm -hmm. you can't talk about it. You really can't talk about it. And these people coming out right now talking about it, chances are the studio can't come after them for for revealing uh, certain behind-the-scenes stuff. But it's already too late. It's already out. It's already out. Yeah. So, I mean, the studio can technically sue. But it but just makes them look already, bad. It yeah, it's going to make them look bad. They're already in trouble for that. Yeah. yeah. It's one thing if one person discloses it, but if multiple people come out at the same time. And the yeah. thing is, it's no matter what happens, a contract cannot keep abuse binding. Yeah. That's why they can, Which even though people, it's an NDA, they can, if there is real actual evidence of abuse, they can still go talk about it and still file reports and they're yeah. going to be in trouble because yeah. you can't, you can't disclose abuse at all. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's all about proving it. And, you know, they say yeah. like they're they're private food and water. I mean, easily, that's like, abuse, though. That, that is abuse. Yeah. But I mean, unfortunately, the studio could claim no, it was there. But you know, 
they probably didn't know where it was. Well, you have to check receipts then. Did you buy the waters? Were the waters on set? Who was in charge of the waters? Let's see your check roll call. Let's see your checklist. Let's see, you see? Yeah. That, say, that no, opens no. up for internal no, no, investigation. No, no. Yeah. no, the whole thing is that they said there was actually something about it was there, but they just couldn't get access to it. Mm. Well, that's some bullshit excuse. That's what I'm saying that the studio can easily claim it. No, it was there, but they just didn't want to get it. Bullshit. <laughs> They're like, oh, we just didn't have access to it. Someone didn't have the card key to the hotel room that held all the water. Yeah. So it's a lot Dickhead. of. Uh, on top of that, it's a low wage as well. Yeah. Um, Pretty much is down to like almost like, I believe it's like $5 an hour, technically. Like oh, not to get paid. They get, a, they get a lump sum of what they do. Like, you know, they get paid to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then- and it just cuts down. If you actually cut it down to hourly, what, it, what they've done, it comes down to like almost like $5 an hour. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's you not a lot. a lot for this. But you do get this, you know, it's all this just a paid salary or a lump sum. Mm-hmm. There's you get, all you get a lump sum and then you know you're now famous. There's also like uh one of the contestants talking about how they portrayed her in the show. Uh so in the show, at the end of these ones, there's always a reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a reunion at reality shows. Uh but what they did for her, like in the show, it showed that that they're already engaged. I don't know if you've ever seen any of these. <laughs> not at all. Okay. Basically, all it is is that they talk to each other only through a wall. They don't see each other. They uh-huh. connect on an emotional level, and they go through the proposal of, like, will you marry, become engaged, and then go through the trial period of, like, moving in, meeting each other's parents, whatever, all the way up to, like, the wedding date to where they decide if you say, I do, or you don't want to. Mm-hmm. All right? So what one did, one said, I do, and on that date, she was supposed to do dress fittings for her mm-hmm. wedding dress. And that dude was doing suit fittings. So he went to suit fittings with him and his groomsmen. One of the groomsmen is one of the other contestants, one of the dudes on there who got a text from one of the girls who was also one of the other contestants saying, Hey, uh, Jackie or whatever her fucking name is something with a J, mm-hmm. uh, didn't show up to dress fitting. And so it's like, Oh shit. He, what, mm-hmm. where's she at? And then it comes to her meeting with some other dude that was a contestant on that one that she was talking to, we're trying to decide between him yeah, and the yeah, other dude. It, yeah. It talks to him, says, Hey, you want to do, you want to like get together? And they're like, Okay. So it's like, Oh my God, the scandal, like this bitch. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? And then later that night, him finally coming back to the apartment and then they're breaking up only that night. So it's like, Wow, you met with another dude, then you break up, mm-hmm. you bitch. When in reality, she was saying that they broke up before she went and saw the other dude. But it's cut in a way to where it made it seem more sensational that yes. she was cheating and stuff like that. Yeah. So timeline wise, instead of it going from dress fitting, meeting the dude back at the back at the hotel or whatever, mm-hmm. breaking up and then that's it. It was really more of dress fitting, didn't show, came home, broke up, then went to go see that dude. Yeah. I mean, as much as fucked up that is, that's still nothing that can legally get them in trouble, unfortunately. No. Stuff yeah. like that, yeah. But it just kind of shows more yeah, of the shadiness. Shady. Yeah, it's shady, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think at this point, reality TV has been around for so long, we kind of know, like, what's already the shady practices or it's just... Fucking Nick Lachey. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for him. It wasn't for him. No, no, it was, uh... Well, no, it was the, um... I thought you said it was Nick Lachey. No, it was... The real world people. The, yeah, the, the, the husband and wife. Cre- yeah, the husband and wife who made the real world. They're the ones that created re- uh, reality TV. Wasn't that also Nick Lachey? No. Who was it? No, you think Nick Lachey was the guy from... For uh, 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. You he sure? had a reality show, but not him, no. Who was the one that created it? Or who was the host? Oh, for... For Big Brother. 
No, no, because you said Big Brother was the first one. No, 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 Real World, Real oh, World, Real World. Real World's the first one. What, what was? Who was the host for Real World? Not the host. The producer. Who was the producer? Ellie, Mary Ellie's. Uh, yeah, Mary Ellis Bunham and Jonathan Murray. Huh. Man, I would have thought it would have been. Nick Lachey had a part in something of this. So they're the creators of The Real World, Road Rules, The Challenge, and Bad Girls Club. Yeah. Fucking Bad Girls Club. Yeah, they're they're the pioneers. All the shows on E! are just trash. They're the pioneers of that. You you know what's really fucked up as well? You know TLC, which just has a bunch of... Yeah. The Learning Channel? channel. The Learning learning channel. Channel. The Learning Channel. TLC is the Learning Channel channel but hold on and what's the most recent f- fucking reality show i think it's like cougar moms yeah, yeah but tell me something did you not learn something <laughs> i learned that people are trash yeah, there you go you learned something you learned there. something there but it but it used to just be actually learning something not anymore man it was you, like here is knowledge and now it's like you're gonna learn today as you're just stress smoking yeah what did you learn people are horrible that's today's lesson and you just go back to smoking. You all learned today. <laughs> That's was, how they switch it up, man. Do the same God. thing with Discovery Channel. It used mm. to be about just animals, and animals now we have and the world, animals. and yeah, everything changes up, man. Everything. Yeah. I used no, to like no, Discovery. Channel. Nothing's ever gonna be the same thing again. Yeah. Come on, we we talk about how streaming has now came into the fold, and nothing's ever gonna be the same again. Yeah. Which yeah. now that's affecting something huge, massive, huge in the film world right now. But before we go over that, which will be our main topic, we first got a quick shout out from our sponsor. So we'll be right back. Yay. And welcome back. Now going over to our main topic tonight. Of course, it's big. Something real big going on. It's massive. Massive. Of course, we have the writer's strike. Yep. Yep. Yet again, going to happen. The Writers Guild of America, they're going to strike. Well, potentially going to strike, right? Yeah. In the next two weeks or so. On May 1st Mm -hmm. is the final date of if it's 100%, like everyone's going to vote on, they're going to discuss with the producers and if the producers uh, of the businesses Mm -hmm. don't agree to the terms, May 2nd, strike. Nearly 98% support among the guild members right now. That's pretty all much support. all. That's it's pretty it's much. Yeah. That's monument. It's never been like that. Not even back no. like 2007, 2008 strike. Because no. that was the last writer strike that lasted yeah. a whole like year or so. Mm-hmm. They yeah. didn't have that much of like, yeah, let's go strike. Yeah. Like what is causing this to really piss off all the writers? $28. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> $28. $28, dude. There's more to the 28. Yeah, 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 you gotta explain. explain. You gotta explain. But that. It's the... It's the bonus, quote, quote, yeah, air yeah. quote, bonus check of $28. Yes. The residuals, what they got. Um, no, because we were watching a clip earlier where someone was mentioning where it went from like 28 was $100 or $28,000. It would go from from residuals, mm-hmm. depending on the person. It can go anywhere between fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollar yeah. residual mm-hmm. on top of what you're already paid Yeah, to just either between $28 to $700. Yeah, if that's, that, yeah, oh, damn, that's that's a huge drawback. That's, that's a, a lot. massive. That's drawback, a lot yes. of loss in income, and I'm guessing this is all coming from streaming. It is coming from streaming, of course. So a breakdown of what's happening for those who didn't know. Back in the golden age of television cable, I know that might be a foreign language to a lot of you younger crowd. Cable, so cable television, the magical place where 
TV shows and movies that were in theaters would come on the air and special ads, reruns and, and ads, ads and, and commercials, ads, commercials, yeah. commercials and ads, which is the reason everyone went to streaming, you know, when streaming came out. Yeah. Those ads were essential to the residuals of the writers that were being paid. Mm-hmm. So every time you saw a rerun playing, every time a writer who wrote for that episode or wrote for that series, they would get a residual pay from the ads that would be displayed during that episode. So the studio would get uh, would get a pay from the from those marketing commercial or sorry get a paid from the marketers who are asking them to portray their uh, product mm-hmm. on their air. They'll say yes. They pay them a lump sum, and then they get they kick down some of that to the writers, which is creates residuals. So every time they see their work off of television, hey, cool, I got nice, another check. Nice little paycheck, right? Nice there. little yeah. paycheck. That was the back in the golden days of cable. That was the way the WGA's contract was written. Mm. However, going to streaming, there's no ads. There's no ads, and it kind of circumvents and has become a now huge loophole within yep. this law that now writers mm-hmm. get paid shit. They get yeah. nothing. They get yeah, they get paid nearly nothing for twice the work and half the staff. Mm-hmm. Yep, and. The reason is because now what was cables or at least that network's main bread and butter were those ad revenues. Mm -hmm. They would get paid for those ads to display. Since there's no ads, their main revenue, subscriptions, annual subscribers. This is their new source of butter, their bread and butter, and they're making a killing off this. And they don't have to kick down any of this. You ever seen any of show on your favorite network that would go from Hulu to HBO to Disney Plus or anywhere else? They're just be like, oh, wow. It was on here five months later. It's gone now. It's gone. That's usually because of they, they don't want to pay someone out. They don't yeah. want to pay the residuals for that writer. So they just kick it to another studio. You're that petty and you're that stingy with the money. You don't want to pay someone $1,500, $15,000 out of the millions you're making off of it. And this isn't just, oh, wow. I mean- this writers, I mean, it's just a little bit, right? No, they're getting paid a small amount of money already on top of residuals. Look at it this way. People on the same level of what was on that video, 10-year co-producer with 10 years of experience mm. or so-and-so is making the same money. As someone as who just came in the door. Who just came in the door. New guy. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So there's like no senior leveling now anymore imagine, when it comes to writers. So another perspective is to put it, imagine that you're an engineer. You have 20 plus years of experience working whatever field that is. And you're getting paid the same amount of the new guy that just graduated. Entry level. Well, it's not even that. I mean, you think about any other business company you work for. You work in the same industry, the same company for like 10, 15 years your salary will increase. increase. It's a career. It's a career. It goes up as you spend more time in it. Yes. Why is it this industry, the longer you're spending in this career, you're making less money? Because of streaming. Yeah. And that's like the whole opposite effect that no one's really paying attention to. It's like, this is a career that's forcing you to make less and less because of studio greed. You know, Game of Thrones, everybody's favorite show, but I was waiting, anticipating every week. Guess what? They're not being paid residuals. That's right. They don't live in mansions. Writers don't live and drive bougie-ass cars. They don't have millions of dollars in their bank accounts. They're broke like you and me, man. They're broke as hell. All right? But, I mean, as well as... Now I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, because you brought up the Game of Thrones. I completely lost it. Like, son of a bitch, I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Lost it there. But it's like, it's terrible that this happened for them. Yeah. And there's there's no there's no initiation for studios to change no. whatsoever, too. Because they're, they're racking in so much money. I mean, yeah. we're talking about like 10, 15 years ago, they were making $5 billion as an industry. Combined. Combined. $5 billion. Now you're looking at... 30 to 40 billion dollars because all these streaming services now that the industry has way quintupled in profits. It's blown up. And that's not even a combined notion of all the studios. Yeah. That's, that's just the big ones right there. 30 billion dollars. And they can't even afford to pay out $15,000. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's, we always knew that the Hollywood was like a dark, greedy place, but it, but this, but it always shows them how dark and dark. it gets. And but as well, like we talked about, uh, I mean, like saying that the writers not getting their their you know their share that they should be getting out of it. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about you know not only that, but you know, the writers strike right now. But there's so many other people in this industry that's that's that is like essential, mm-hmm. and yet none of those people are like are treated well, as. You're, you're also thinking about this. So say what happens if this writer strike goes through? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this will affect not just writer. This is a trickle down effect that'll affect everyone yes. working in the industry. The first yeah. ones to be hit are going to be the talk shows. Mm-hmm. All the, Jimmy all of them. Founts, yeah. All those, right. Those all are those. all through WGA writers. Yes. Yeah. They're all just going to stop. No, like, not even stop. Cause I, I don't know if you remember, uh, during that era when dead, the, the writer strike happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys remember any of the talk shows? Barely any, like, I don't, don't, I, don't I, I remember. I used to watch Conan. That was like the one I used to watch. Yeah. And it was bare. I'm talking about the they, real bear. They 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 made it a known that we don't have any writers. We're pretty much working ourselves. Yeah, because I know yeah. I know at least Conan and like a few others were still trying to push and work, but everyone else is pretty much out. Yeah, pretty much out. Yeah. Uh most like say everyone like the talk shows, mm-hmm. anyone that was still on, they were on their own. Like they mm-hmm. said they were working just pretty much themselves. And this affects movies as well. Yep. Remember 2007, 2008, what really good came out there that wasn't already something that a studio was holding on pre-scripted? Yeah. yeah. Nothing was coming out, especially the after effects after the first writer's strike. How many years did it take for us to get actual well-written content again? Yeah. Everything after time. that was just, remember, when, this, when a writer's strike usually happens, the number one thing to do that film industry does is they don't give into the strike. They'll hold off and they'll just switch pedals onto reality TV. Yeah. They'll switch and pedals or they'll hire non-union. Yeah. There was really popular during that time where they just, you know, they got new, you know, new writers out of college, out of, you know, film school. Mm-hmm. And yeah. of course those people are, you know, desperate for work. So, yeah. So they'll come in and yeah, you know, the non-union. So, but do you think we're already starting to see the effects of them planning for a strike that the studio is already anticipating and reacting. Oh yeah, I mean, we're talking about the same industry who thinks everyone's replaceable. Yeah, yeah. You know, if if you know you don't do exactly what they're told, they can easily just you know oh, we'll find someone else. But at the same time, they're gonna try and find someone else. It's not gonna work as oh, well, yeah. and then they're gonna be well. Where did we go wrong? What happened? Mm. How could we have stopped this? Well, I said this before, like. They're stupid enough to be, well, we don't need us writers. What do these writers do? We can find plenty of leftover scripts that people have already written and submitted to us. And we have years to work off of that. And maybe they do. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll try that for four or five years, start seeing less of residual returns and just 
just in general making less money, they're probably going to freak out. Still not given to the writers. You know what else they're going to do? They're probably going to move over to AI. And remember how we talked about where like now you're starting to get to the point where you can get AI to write scripts and everything, but it's not like fully complete. It's not full no. out fleshed out, but you possibly can have them write the basis of the outline for a script and you can fill in the blanks. But I think the problem with that is that you are kind of missing out on like the human elements of, of the comedy spectrum. No, of no, like absolutely. The yeah. Yeah. Of the spectrum. So yeah, they'll give like an outline, but then it's like, mm. all right, cool. All right, I can I can just see like a studio head be like, all right, see that wasn't hard. Okay, all right. You're like, where do I go from here now? I'm gonna make some characters. <laughs> like right now. Yeah, like I'm not gonna say any of it will be good. It'll probably be bad, but you can definitely see they will be stupid enough to believe they can do it on their own first before they crawl back to the writers. Uh, oh no, they'll do that. Like so, they're gonna get to the whole AI and they're gonna like, oh, let's type up no. Be a new comedy. All right, we got one. All right, it says a lot of farts. Lot All right, fart there's jokes. some Holocaust references. All right, oh, start okay. again. Start again. <laughs> See, like, do you think it's gonna be like a what was that that comedy robot in South Park? Oh, funny bot. Funny bot. It's gonna, awkward. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna no, try to be funny yeah. bot. Absolutely. And then realize they were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> What's weird though about all of this is that. This was foreseen years ago. Yeah, oh, everyone saw this coming, man. And it could have easily been prevented. I think I remember I, I brought it up to you guys from the last time that we did in the streaming wars series, uh, yeah. parts one and two. Yeah, I brought up the uh, there was a a disclosure act that kept theaters from that was like about over seventy years old. Yeah, that kept theaters from selling their movies specifically to certain chains well, of it, theaters. No, it, it, it stopped. Um, distributors movie distributors it's, yeah selling their films to movie chains yeah so you know certain movie theaters will have certain films and other ones couldn't have them like yeah. that's no longer a thing like you're saying yeah now st- movie theaters get to purchase the films mm-hmm. and all they have to do is just pay up and then they'll get it in and any movie theater can have it yeah now fast forward to modern times some asshole can't even freaking pronounce his name right what was his, how did, how did you pronounce his name? Well, let me see that. Where where is he? Uh, I can't even pronounce his name. It just sounds like a well, dick. Makan Del Rahim. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that dude. <laughs> He's the guy that basically said, "Oh, hey, this rule doesn't apply to streaming services, so we don't have to follow it." And Supreme Court said, "Yeah, you're right. You don't have to follow it." And who were the ones that pushed back against it? One of them, actually, being. WGA. The WGA. Yep. Writers Guild Award, the National Association of Theater Owners, Directors Guild, and of course, yeah, the WGA. Mm-hmm. And they all said, no, you should not do this. WGA, probably in their part, having to re- reference residuals. Because if you're on a streaming service that doesn't show ads, how are you going to get your residuals? I could see where their first intended thought of Supreme Court upholding it. They're like, possibly, you know. There, there is a huge stigma against unions in America. Yes. So the idea of a union fighting to keep power, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I can see why they were so against that. How dare you not subject to our will and demand? Here's some food. After all the free grilled cheese and pizza parties we threw you, like these are the these are the people that just shell out the money, but then you have the people who actually put that money to work mm. and stay up all night 
all weekends, sacrificing time with their friends and their family, their social life to give you an art and then be like, hey, you know what? Cool. Here's a small cut and maybe a couple of residuals here and there. And be like, damn, no, if it's only more, there was a way that we can just cut them out completely. It's more like, yeah, man, this movie's great. Thank you so much, man. We got a blockbuster. We made over a billion dollars. Here's a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. You, you see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just give that little chunk. There you go. The person who created and wrote your whole story. And the, and the other thing as well is, so you guys probably never, or obviously now we do, but most people on this here probably never heard the term mini rooms. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, rooms. But everyone's heard of a writer's room, mm-hmm. right? Everyone knows writer's rooms. Collective yeah. of a bunch of writers, you know, they'll work together and they'll yeah. start working on usually televised TV projects yeah. and stuff like that. So when you have a show that airs weekly, mm-hmm. they didn't write everything up front. You know, you had to come back every week and basically how star park does it. And you have to talk things over and write the actual story plot through before you actually start filming. Yeah. Well, now you have mini rooms, whereas you take that writer's room, split it into two work with half the staff, but the same amount of work to try and make the same compelling show. Mm -hmm. So all your favorite shows that you watched up to recently, pretty much all of them have had mini rooms, just a group of handful of people working day and night, to try and give you your euphoria episode that you're wondering where it's at. <laughs> Dude, you're going to attack you for it. I knew you're going to attack you for Your trash show. <laughs> you won't admit it, but it is. Don't try and fight you it. You love it. You it, love it, Mike. Dude, have, you, have you given it a chance? No, I don't want to. Exactly. Give it a damn chance. I tried Watch. giving it the intro, and no, no, all no, no, it no. talked about was how their friend was 14, got hit on a grown man, and did nothing to do anything about it. No, no. If I was and it was forced, like, yes, I am an adult as well. If I was forced to watch, fuck this. If I was forced to watch three episodes of Lord of the Rings, you should at least go through two. Mine was different. Was a, <laughs> no, no, no. It's the same thing. Mine was mine was high fantasy that you don't like. Before it was just trash. <laughs> And you I mean, can't you say that even is one of the highest received televisions right now. So is Love is Blind. <laughs> and what's that? Now that's trash right there. But you know what? At least one scripted. <laughs> you know what? Love is Blind is probably also scripted as well at this point. I wouldn't. I would yeah, not doubt I, that either. Yeah, yeah. But mainly all these shows are being given to people who are way overworked mm, for yep. less pay yep, and they're not getting their dues and they're tired of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I, I definitely agree with them and I support them all the way through. Yeah. I think the riot strike's actually going to happen. Do you guys think so? Oh yeah. I it's think yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was mentioning earlier, like I feel with streaming services now about to add ads, but probably not for the purpose of giving residuals. Yeah, it's for more money. More money. Yeah. Then I feel like at this moment, probably it's it's almost at the breaking point to where everybody who's working in a studio, writers, staff alike, no matter what, if you're a production, if you're pre-production, post-production, you're just gonna walk out. Yeah. They'd be like, fuck this. Like this is not worth it. It's it's really not not right now. No. And I think Hollywood's gonna be like, yeah, go ahead, go. I'll find other people. I'll find bright eyes stars. This is Hollywood where dreams are made of. And they're going to go to USC and UCLA and they'll be like, hey, kid, you want to make money? You want to be a movie star? And be like, all right, make a compelling show that's on the same level as Euphoria, but kind of like Game of Thrones, but also at the same time funny a little bit, but dark. It's kind of like Perry Mason, <laughs> but at the same time like New Girl. You know what I mean? 
What? And, <laughs> and also, it's a weekly thing. You need to give at least three scripts before we even approve. It's like the most weirdest plots put together. Yes. <laughs> like, Makes no sense. Like, wait, what the hell are you talking about? What, what the fuck? No, no. It's going to be one of those things like they're going to show force. They're going to show face. They're like, yeah, we don't need you. Like I said, three, four years. They're going to come up with like a compromise. Even less than that. Like I said, the last riot strike lasted what? Just a little over a year. Yeah. And they finally yeah. came with a compromise. When was the last one? Like 2007? Yeah, it was 2007, 2008. Damn. So you mean we got. Oh, he goes, okay. I was looking. I was, I was real curious. Mm. To see what happened during the writer strike, uh, shows that ended during the writer strike mm. for the last one, right? Yes, because yeah. they have the different categories as ones that were halted, ones that were um, as you go. So the actual list, um, they have shows that were uh, that were affected, mm-hmm. or shows were increased numbers of episodes during that, which was mostly uh, what do you think? Reality show, yeah. Unaffected, sh- there were shows that were unaffected because they were already scripted all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Dexter, Everyone Hates Chris, uh, Mad Men, uh, The Shield, South Park. The finished stuff. That yeah. was oh, okay. The Shield. I remember that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Wire. All of them were completed before the strike itself. Okay. Uh, or they were filmed. The ones that were written completely before the strike, uh, t- uh, let's see, American Dad, Jericho. Okay. Those were shows were completely written. Mm. Then they had once switched to non-union writers. All my children, General Hospital, Power Rangers. All of them start being bad too afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I can see that. Shows airing off season. Uh, Weeds. It's always funny in Philadelphia. Shows that were delayed, according to Jim. Uh, the Colbert Report, The Daily Show, yep. The Late Late Show. Mm-hmm. The late night show, all those, so, yeah, all the talk shows, yeah, yeah. I remember a lot those of them were, were delayed. Out. Yeah, SNL was delayed. Yeah, yeah. The ones that had shortened seasoned, uh, uh, Thirty Rock, Big Bang Theory, Boston Legal, CSI, those kind of shows, mm-hmm. Family Guy, they had uh, shortened seasons. Yeah. But the ones that canceled, completely canceled, Men in Trees, Big Shots, Bionic Woman, which I don't. Remember any of these? Bionic Woman. <laughs> oh, that's I right. Bionic Woman. I remember that. was that. a spinoff of the yeah, Bionic, Bionic Man. Man. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. Kville. Don't remember. Like, I'm looking at these names like, I don't remember any I'm pretty sure it's the riskier ones they decide to drop and it's not worth it. Yeah. Uh, ones that are not known, uh, but it was like stopped was like, uh, one actually, one that was rumored supposedly like SpongeBob SquarePants that's for some reason like it slowed down, but they don't know what it was affected. Mm. Um, the ones that definitely I know that were completely shot out was uh, Chowder and uh, Flapjack. Oh, those are two good ones. Oh, those, I reason, like both of them. those are the reason why they disappeared. Yeah, Mike got me the Flapjack. Yes, yeah, yeah. it was great. Flapjack <laughs> was, was just chaotic. It was. I loved it. For some reason, it was just. Oh, by the way, a lot of weird. kids. <laughs> I mean, I had a highly doubt a bunch of kids listening to us, but you're about to see a bunch of shows just disappear. Oh yeah, a lot of children. Oh yeah, children's shows. Those will get. They're not worth producing for this type nah. of era, so they'll be first canceled out. Yeah. So a lot of animated shows are just going to strip, just disappear. Uh, we're going to get a lot of shortened seasons, which we're kind of used to, I guess, at this point. You want to know what show? Yeah, and it was kind of off topic, but you want to know what show that I really liked, but it only did like ten episodes. What one season, and then they just canceled it. What you ever seen a show called Pitch? Pitch. Sounds familiar. It does sound familiar. It was on Fox. 
It was everything that Fox hates in a show. That's probably why they canceled it. It does sound real familiar. It's about a a woman entering in the MLB as the first female pitcher because she can throw a screwball. Uh, I don't know. But you know what? It was really good. It was good. I was I was in it because at the same time, it also dealt with not only the media pressures of being the first woman, but also just being the only woman and also the celebrity limelight and pressure just constantly beating on her, but also battling the ghost of her dead dad. Beating in like Fox show sounds like yeah, such yeah. A Fox beating show. in like the talent indoor like you want to be a baseball player I'm gonna get you to be a baseball player but this is the method we're gonna do to it. Hmm. You know Myrtle no. Mall. It's like no, Myrtle Small Town. Hold on. <laughs> Since Disney has Fox now, I think they should put a category on Disney Plus or Hulu wherever it is of canceled those canceled Fox shows because they have a whole lot of them. Oh yeah, but that's the Remember thing. Kyle X Y. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the Chronicles of Sarah Connor? Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. Did you? You actually wow. did? You actually did? Really? Hey, I, I'm, not, I'm ashamed about that one. <laughs> I actually watched every episode until it was canceled. I, yeah, I really liked that show. Remember John Doe? Yeah, I remember that. Ah, that was a good one I was getting into and it immediately got canceled. Greg the Bunny, dude. Greg the Bunny. Yes. But like I said, all these, the writers, the writer strike is definitely going to happen. And it's going to affect, uh, one, late night shows, definitely for sure. Mm-hmm. Kids shows, damn well, they're going to be completely just cut out. Mm-hmm. You'll, we'll see whatever survives afterwards or another secondary reboots after this. Films, we won't really see an effect until about two years. Two years down the road, two, three years. Two, three, yeah, we won't see because they have, unfortunately, they have scripts literally yeah. backed up. They have, there's a reason why they keep buying scripts nonstop. Did I forget also that the baseball team was the San Diego Padres? Damn, they really needed that money. They really did. But it ended so... Uh, I want to just know what happened. Contact one of the writers. <laughs> I should. Just, hey, what happened? I know you're not going to ever make it again, so just tell me the ending. I still want to contact the writers for uh, Jingle All The Way. Why? I need to know if he beat, if Arnold beats his ass or not. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, with a movie... Well, you're, you're watching another man trying to make out with your wife. And at the end of the film, it's like, oh, we're all good. No, no, no. This man is like. That's a dead man. That's a dead man across yes. the street. I like to think he probably did. He probably beat his ass. And we're not talking in about. In front of his kid. That's the worst. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be a good place to leave out. You guys got anything else to go over before we fully slide uh, out? I mean, uh, I mean, other than my thing. But Adrian, do you have anything? No, I mean. In all, in all seriousness, we do sympathize with the writers. I always say yeah. that. I do sympathize with the writers. I'm not, you know, I I, I believe they do deserve their fair share mm. in all this. Oh, especially, yeah, I, I really do. It's it's the basis of a film, of any yeah. story you have. Like, why would you ruin the bread and butter of your project? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's literally the basis. It's, Once you ruin that, you have a bad project it's it's the soul of your movie yeah it's the voice of your movie it is your movie it's your movie (laughs) you need a script you need you need scripts you You need need, writers you need outlines you you need people working on to making sure that the script you're they're handling handing in is dialed in yeah so it's it's weird how they're always usually the first people hollywood tries to fuck over like the same thing for a book why would you just fire a writer to make a book 
It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense it at all. It's it's ass backwards, man. I mean, t- dudes, come on. <laughs> yeah. Be smart. Yeah, just be smart about it. All right, well, we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast. I'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's episode. How do you feel about the writer strike? Do you agree with them? Do you don't? You can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our Next Journey YouTube channel. If not, we put this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash red band podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film related news. We put out episodes every Wednesday. For auto listeners, you can find the Red Band podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and our oh, iHeartRadio, yep. and of course, our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And of course, before we fully close out, Mike has those last end notes for you guys. Yes, all the different ways Anthony mentioned that you could be able to listen to us as well as pretty much any, excuse me, any audio streaming app that you have. Chances are we're probably on there. Look for the streaming Red Mic for the Red Band Podcast. Red Band, all in capital letters. So don't forget to check that one out. Subscribe, share with that with a friend. Head over to our YouTube channel where we also have uh, pretty much live versions of these podcasts. We're going to start putting these up, the most recent ones up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it might be of a little lower quality, just temporarily, I know, we keep saying, but we are working on it and we want to make sure that we give you the highest quality possible for the next for our new studio. So head on over there. Hit a like, subscribe, suggest what you think we haven't covered or what you think we should cover. Share with a friend. And as always, head down to the Patreon where we have it still up. Yeah. Head on over there. Consider subscribing because we want to make more stuff for you guys. So more content means, or sorry, more (laughs) subscribers equals more content. So because we want to keep doing this for you guys. We enjoy doing these for you. We want to make it pretty much our daily job. So head on over there, subscribe, share with a friend so that way they can subscribe. And, of course, follow on Instagram as well. We're also on there. Uh, pretty much we're labeled under the Next Journey Next Journey Pro. Next Journey Pro. Um, we'll have the Red Band podcast coming out. Um, its own separate account pretty soon. Yeah. So, uh, But, yes, head on over there and consider subscribing. And that's all I got. All right, guys. You heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Later, taters.